now it's time for Rod and Real Radio with your hosts, Hop Along John Cassidy, fresh and saltwater expert angler Stan Vanderberg, and all-around outdoors fishing and hunting enthusiast Wendy Toshihara. If you love the outdoors, enjoy salt or freshwater fishing, yearn to wade in a high Sierra or Alaska stream, or just look forward to taking the kids out to one of our local lakes, chase trout, crappie, or bass, this is the show for you. We'll cover most all of the fishing tournaments and events with special reports while providing you with the information you need as to how and where to experience the best fishing opportunities in Southern California, Baja, Alaska, or just about anywhere the fish are biting. Rod and Real Radio brought to you by El Cajon Ford at Broadway and Main or online at ElCajonFord.com. Whether it's time for a new or used car or truck or you need to take advantage of San Diego's best quick lane for service with genuine Ford parts, brand name tires at competitive prices, remember nobody beats El Cajon Ford. We have some fantastic guests and reports lined up for you this evening, so sit back, relax, and get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. It's all right here, right now, on Rod and Real Radio, the best stop on your radio. Radio dial for all the information you need for fishing opportunities all over the United States. Now here's your host, Hop Along, John Cassidy. Southern California, good evening and welcome to our Rod and Reel Radio. Hey, this is going to be our Fred Hall Long Beach Show. Both Stan, Wendy and I, we are at the Long Beach Show even as you're listening to this, but we haven't forgotten to you about you. We want to bring some new information to you, new guests, new interviews. So for the past couple of days of the show, Stan, Winnie, and I have been running around. We've picked up and talked to some people. I think you'd be interested to hear about what they're talking about. So don't fret. Just sit back and relax. Some of these people you know, some of these people you may not know, or the products you may not know about them. But we're going to get you informed and put you right on top of it. So Ben Harvey, my engineer here in Southern California, he's put this whole show together for us and kind of made us sound a lot better than we really are. So sit back and relax and listen to some of the interviews we've done this past couple of days at the Fred Hall Long Beach Show. So Ben, take it away. Well, Wendy, the Fred Hall Show is really amazing, isn't it? No kidding. It's amazing what they've done this year. It, not only that, but the people that you see, we're walking around the show here together, and who we run into? Bill Sevatel. Bill, how you doing? I'm doing very good. How are you guys doing? <laughs> All right. Well, hey, we can't be as excited as you are with the introduction of the new BBZ Rat. Tell me, how's it, uh, how's it being accepted by the public? I think it's going over quite well. You know, we, we won Best of Show at ICAST 2014. Um, we ran into some packaging problems, but we got that fixed. And all I know is everything that's coming into Spro USA is being sold overnight, and we're out. So, I mean, you mean look at the show right now. We've got bare walls in your place. Yeah. You know, the, the Morning Dawn Rat, the Browns are selling, everything's selling. So it's crazy to see a topwater bait that has two functions, waking and walking, in the wintertime, you know, March, people are catching fish on it, and we're not even in the prime topwater season yet. I mean, wait till ocean, wait till the musky pike fishermen. I, I, this is just the pinnacle of what's going on. I mean, we're not even there yet, and it's, it's going crazy. So, I've got to ask you, that morning dawn color, when we first looked at it at ICAST, <laughs> you laughed. Come on, Bill, what are you doing? <laughs> you, you laughed. It was the first one to go. Tell me, 
Tell us about the uh, the inception of that color. How'd you come up with that pattern? Well, the beauty is, is when you, you know all the stuff I make is, you know, realism. It's all about realism. So we have the four basic colors. We have the white, the brown, the black, and the gray. Those are rat colors, given. Okay? Yeah. I wanted something that was a crossover because I don't think people realize what I was building in a wake bait for wolf fish, you know, snakeheads, musky, pike, lake trout. You know, there's a lot of things, and there's a lot of different watercolors out there from super clear to, you know, dark, tannic, muddy. Well, what's one great color? Roboworm, Morning Dawn. It's a proven color that works on spotted bass, you know, big smallies, musky. I mean, it works everywhere. And I, I told him, I said, this is going to be the secret color. And you know what's funny is when you get a company that kind of laughs at you like, yeah, right? And then next thing you know, they're calling me up and they're going, uh, number one seller right now is Morning We can't keep the thing on. <laughs> I and know. I, but I did the video, and I proved it. Pyramid, Castake, super clear water. We went to South Carolina. We're catching spotted bass in 50 foot of water, calling them up, catching one pound spots on Fishing University. I went down to Florida last week with Roland Martin. Unbelievable show at Florida. Morning, morning, Don. He's looking at me. He's laughing at me. By the end of the show, he's looking at me, going, "You got another one of those?" I mean, it's just, it's just an unbelievable color that hits everything from clear water to dark. And the fish, the fish have already proven it. They love the color. Now, Wendy, what did uh, what did Bill just hand you? <laughs> well, to me, is this the morning dawn color? That's the morning okay, dawn so color. Okay, so the morning dawn color for our listeners, it's like a uh, purple on top with a blue and a white belly. To me, it it could look like a rainbow trout. It, it could. You know, but, but you know, like a morning dawn worms. You right. Know, like, yeah. They have the purplish with a little blue, blue vein, vein with a little like white sandy or salty bottom. Right. I'm like, you know what? If color is a key, which I don't believe in a lot of color for most part, but if it's a key, that that color has proven itself in the industry. Right, and anything with a chartreuse tail, you know? Well, what what is that you tell is unique? Tell us about that tail and how you guys came up with it. So the whole thing is cool. I got a patent already on the rat. So I already got a patent approved, and I already got the stuff at at home. So the rat is already patented. The tail is working on. The tail is an eight-sectioned. ABS hard plastic with 80-pound Dacron braid through the center. Wow. A buddy of mine has rats for his big snakes. I went and studied rats for a year. Watched them how they swim, looked at their tails and all that other stuff. And, and I wanted a tail different because for 20 years, guys who made homemade rats, which are cool, they put a plastic worm in it. Right. I've, I, I've made plastic worms. For, for rat companies. For rat companies. Yeah, uh, yeah. absolutely. You're taking uh, you're taking bread out of my kid's mouth. No, <laughs> well, here's the beauty of this. If you were fishing toothy critters or you want to change a color, you can go over to Angler's Arsenal and say, hey, I want a six-inch worm that's clear smoke with a black flake, and you'll pour it up, and you push a toothpick out of this back, and you right. put any six-inch plastic worm in there. Right, and the rats come with uh, an extra two, tail. Extra tail. Extra two custom tails. I mean, some of these tails I've used for 100 hours on one tail. Now, I mean, now, Wendy, I know you're not a big freshwater fisherman, but you and Merritt. Calico. Yeah. Bill wants to go out and catch a saltwater fish with us. Yeah, calicos. Why not the yellowtail? Anything that comes up the surface. Right. If you could burn a Taddy 45 green and yellow across the surface and get a calico, a barracuda. Right. You know, I've had halibut come up and hit top water. Guys don't know about it. Kelly over here, who's the master down in San Diego, Kelly Glaghorn, he's catching Corvina, shortfin Corvina. On top water, this thing is going to have a home just as much in the salt water than it does in the fresh water. And you got to remember, 
you know, the harbors and everything, all the rocks, yeah. the boiling, how many rats are there? The bays and estuaries, I mean, big time. It's, you look at Sweetwater it, Channel. Yeah. It's, it's a huge forge that people can't comprehend, but now that they're seeing it, they're like, you know, light bulbs are clicking on with this. And the durability with it being foam inside, so it's a wood bait with a plastic shell, you catch a barracuda, you're not worrying about it punching a hole through and it's sinking. No. The thing is super durable. Yeah, that's it, the durability of it, because you can keep on throwing throwing it, and it comes with really good gamagatsu hooks. Yeah, gamagatsu hooks, the uh, Spro split rings, 90-pound split rings, doubled in the front, single in the back. There is no fouling of the hook. The hook being a square bill also, the hooks won't catch on the front bill, and this bait walks the dog 180 degrees in place. The cool thing about it, any spook you've thrown out there, it foul hooks on the front hook. I've thrown this bait for 100 hour with mono, not one foul hook. So the bill protects the hook from fouling, but it doesn't impede the hook set. So, I mean, everything that you could think of for a topwater bait from a, a buzz bait, a jitterbug, a wake bait, a walking bait, two years later, I built it in one bait. Now, Bill, I know you've done a lot of videos. Where can people go to see a lot of the stuff that you've done, to blog about this, to see other fishermen's comments about the rats because I know you've gotten a lot of feedback on oh, it. Oh, unbelievable. First of all, my website, thebbz.com, has a bunch of the videos, but also you can go to Spro USA on the Facebook page or you can go to spro.com and they're also having videos. And the weird part is, is these just hit the market. I have people already sending pictures from South Africa, Georgia, Tennessee, Florida, California, Oregon, in the first couple weeks that it's been out. So we're covering states and countries already on top water and and those i mean you're going to pull those up on youtube <clears throat> any social media outlet but like i said spro.com or the bbz.com is going to get the the biggest thing now the last time i was fishing bass tournaments that was a long time ago and and we didn't i wasn't fishing square bills right so with this top water bait in a square bill does it dive at all does it what does it do great question now with the amount of foam and wood that's put into it it, it's a floating bait. It's not going to sink. But there are some that you can you can reel this at a really good clip, and you can get the six inches to maybe a foot with the rod tip underwater. Okay. So you could bang this in super shallow. If you have dirty water, say six inches to a foot, right. and you want to burn a square bill, right. you got a square bill hill too. So, I mean, the techniques built into one tool is really incredible. Um, Florida, we were throwing this through Thule banks, and it was so weak. I mean, Roland was even going... This thing is really weedless. Kawoosh. And he's, yeah. he's setting a hook, and he's flipping on film. We got seven and eight pounders. He's flipping over six-foot Thule berms with 80-pound brains and just pulling it through, and we're laughing at each other. He goes, that's, you know, like, that's really cool. So, And that's this. Wait. I mean, like I said, the ocean, musky pike, yeah. you know, there is – it's unlimited. This is literally an unlimited topwater bait. Uh Really preferably, tell us the type of rod you want to fish this with and pound test. Um, a lot of, you know, years ago I was with another company, but I found out with this top water bait, if you have a flipping stick, a medium heavy, or a really like heavy duty like top water rod that you throw a spook on or something, it works. I mean, I'm using a Shimano Calcutta 300 or a Corrado 300. Love it. But I could use 20 pound max ultra green or the 18 pound max ultra green or 50, 65, or 80-pound braid. <clears throat> it really doesn't matter. I would just beef up, beef up the line if you're going into the jungle. Like Roland and I used 80-pound braid because we were fishing in the jungle. Open water um, out at um, in uh, South Carolina, 
for the spotted bass, I was using an eight, eight, 18 pound max, you know, okay. or 50 pound braid. It How didn't much matter. Does this weigh? Two and a half ounces. But feel it. It's balanced. It does not feel that heavy. No, it doesn't at all. It's so, it, the weight proportion on it, and I think that's where you get the walk the dog and being able to walk. I mean, it's so balanced that uh, it's lighter than you think. I mean, you don't need a big bait rod for this. All right, Bill. Again, give us that location we can go to to see the videos and your blog and uh, comment on the, the new BBZ rat. You want to go to spro.com, first one. Uh, Facebook page is Spro USA. Or I have everything on my page is thebbz.com, which I have the articles and the videos and everything else there. All right. Wendy, let's get along because there's a line of people here waiting to talk to Bill about the rat. All and, right. And so, Bill, thanks a lot for being with us. Congratulations on the introduction of this product. Yeah. It's going over big time. Yeah, I'm really happy. Like I said, award-winning lure designer. I, I'm going to take credit for that one. <laughs> okay. And since you mentioned it, Wendy's got to send me out on a trip. We got to go Corvina, Calic. We got to do something inshore. I don't want to get too sick out there in the big waves. But we got to do inshore, <laughs> and we got to catch some topwater fish on rat in the ocean for the first time. All right. Well, Wendy and I want to thank you for spending some time with us, Bill. Uh, Bill Simatel with the uh, with Spro Company and telling us about the new BBZ rat. Thanks a lot, Bill. You guys are welcome. All right. Well, you know, we've talked to uh, people at Sports Fishing Landing, people in the industry with new products. Uh, but, you know, there's a lot of great fishermen over here, and one of the guys we ran into is the 2015 Rayovac FLW champion for Lake Havasu, Joe Uribe. Joe, how you doing? Doing great. I appreciate it. You know, it's always fun coming down to the Fred Hall Fishing Show and uh, had to fly out here yesterday morning just to come see everybody and uh, kind of do some little work, put in some work for my sponsors and stuff. But uh, it's always fun here at the Fred Hall Show. Now, you brought, we also have a special guest over here. You brought a special guest over into the show. You want to introduce uh, us to you after her? I did. I actually brought my secret weapon from that event. That's my sister, Rachel Uribe. She actually came down and spent a little time with her. So. And Rachel, welcome to Unreal Radio. This is Excellent. Thank you. I We're, appreciate you having me. I know you come from a fishing family, but you know, you know, it takes more than just genes to be a good fisherman. <laughs> How did you get involved? Family. We were born and raised uh, fishing since we were little. We'd go up to the to the creeks and go fishing out there during the summer. And then, as we got older, my brother would do team tournaments with my dad. And then, my brother advanced and started fishing with other people. So, Dad and I started fishing tournaments together too. Well, now, we've got to verify the story because we had Joe on right after he won the tournament. Joe, I appreciate that because we've got you streaking across the desert (laughs) as we get most of the guys after a tournament. But he gave you a lot of credit for helping him win that event. And how did that happen? It was a blessing, you know. It's just I just put everything together that my dad and my brother taught me, um, just different areas and different water to look for and, you know, different colors to kind of tweak the baits and stuff like that and you know i was just like well let me just try this and see what happens and i did it and it it worked now how did you tweak what bait did you tweak and how'd you tweak it because stan (laughs) vandenberg gonna want to know you know it's it's a modified swim bait kind of slash swim jig and uh you know she put a little twist on it you can tell them what you did yeah i just put a little bit of chartreuse i found a chartreuse marker and i was like let me just color the tail a little bit and see what happens and it worked it, it worked it worked really good now <laughs> you weren't there just to add uh, a, a pretty face to the picture you were there to fish and you did really well yourself yeah i love fishing um 
I've been doing it with FLW. First started with National Guard, and now I'm with Bridgeford. So I, I love it. It's fun fishing out of the back of the boat. I love fishing with my brother. He teaches me so many new things to go out there fishing from the back of the boat. You just have to learn to adjust with every pro that you have. So. It's and in good. this event, you finished in what place? I finished in 19th. Which is pretty decent, yeah. considering how big was the field? 152 boats. Yeah, yeah. that is decent. Yeah. Yeah. Joe, you know, uh, uh, we uh, we got you going on home. There's been a few weeks since your your big win. Tell us, what is there anything different in your life? Uh, has it changed? You know, it, it's, uh, you know, it's, I'm just more excited for my sponsors. It has... Uh, you know, the, the exposure that my sponsors have, have had the opportunity to have now, which is great. I'm super excited about that. You know, we actually just got off of our boat show last week at the uh, at the Phoenix Stadium down there. So, of course, it brought an even bigger crowd to our to our booth there at Cabela's. I uh, did s- several seminars there during the uh, during our boat show. And everybody's just excited to hear about how I won it. And uh, one thing I want to thank is everybody for all their support. Man, it's just so overwhelming. And that's something that I really appreciate, all the support that I've gotten off of social media like Facebook. Facebook, all the text messages and calls, and uh, and just people coming up say, "Hey, Joe, great job! I saw the video that FLW put out, and uh, means a lot to me." So I'm super excited for the Delta is our next event at, for the FLW Rayovac Series, uh, May 7th through the 9th. So definitely, you guys make sure you stay tuned, and we'll see if we can keep this thing rolling. Now, Rachel, where you work, do the people go, man, you kick butt over there? <laughs> do you have that type of a job or what? Uh, my industry is a little different. I do hospice nurse. I'm an I'm a LVN okay. for hospice. So I go out on call seeing patients. So That is really great. Yeah. But, you know, see your brothers and... It just and your uh, your dad doing well and everything like yeah. that. Fantastic. Yeah. Now you're saying you work at Cabela's and you sell boats at Cabela's, but what's really nice is now all of a sudden you've got this great influx of people. That's right. Coming on in. In fact, while we were here, you t- we took a telephone call from Angler's Arsenal. One of the guys heard that you you were in the booth. He called up because That's he's right. going over to Havasu and man, you spent some time with him. Time absolutely. And you, you must have told that story how many times now? I, I've, you know, I'll tell it over and over again. And you know, it, it's, it's just, it's. I know how it is getting into fishing when I first got into it. And man, I couldn't, I couldn't learn enough. So, you know, the whole network that we have here in our industry of fishing and stuff, it's great. You know, I don't mind helping people out because it, it comes back around and just the kind of type of person I am. So I really appreciate you know the support that they've given me and anything I can do in return to, to give back to the sport of, of tournament fishing or bass fishing in general. Uh, definitely more than happy to do it now the next rayovac flw event is going to be if i'm not mistaken at the delta california delta may 7th through the 9th we're going to be launching out of russo's marina and uh should be a great event i mean delta's fishing really well right yeah. now and uh should be a be a great bite out there i've i'd figure it'd be a lot of flipping punching uh chatter baits and uh, just excited to get out there. It's always fun fishing the Delta. How about you, Rachel? Are you going to be able to make that too? I am. I'll be traveling with my brother, so that's going to be a lot of oh, fun. Oh, out of, of sight. <laughs> you got any special tweaking or anything like that? We'll we're see. not twerking. We're tweaking. <laughs> <laughs> you have to stay tuned. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> you know, what, what are you going to use at the Delta, do you think? Have you ever fished there before? I have, yeah. Um, probably some reaction, a little bit of worms too. Oh, yeah. that is great. Well, guys, I can't thank you enough for being with us. But before you leave, a lot of great sponsors Absolutely. that you represent that help you get to where you are. So, Rachel, your sponsors? Uh, Bridgeford. I'd like to thank Bridgeford, Performance Tackle, Reaction Innovation, Iowa. Um, 
Well, we'd also like to thank Mercury Outboards, Ranger Boats, of course, Sunline, who provides us all with our fluorocarbon and our braid line that we use out on the circuit. Um, like Rachel said, Reaction Innovation, Boss Weights, Bastronics Baits, um, you know, Cabela's. And uh, I'd like to thank a shout-out to my, my mom and dad for sure. all their support over the years. You know, my dad's actually up at Havasu right now, wanted to make this show, but he's going to be out fishing with Mr. Skeet Reese this Saturday, getting him prepped up for the Elite Series event. I've got uh, Mr. Matt Heron I'm taking out next week uh, on behalf of, of Reaction Innovation. So these guys are all excited to, to come fish the Elite Series in May, and uh, yeah. obviously seeing what I accomplished out at Havasu, they're excited to know more about it, so I'm excited to help them out. So, Well, be great. Hey, and before you leave, I know one of your major sponsors is Bridgeford. Yes. Tell us a little bit about Bridgeford products. Bridgeford has a great line of meat snacks. Uh, they got pepperoni, they got jerky. They've also got monkey bread and dough bread that actually we grew up as kids making pizza out of. Oh, so no we've got some great products. Uh, Rachel and I will be doing promoting here on the West Coast uh, at, at your local Walmarts at each of the events that we have in, during the Rayovac season. Uh, we'll be sampling products, but they have great pepperoni, both turkey and beef, te- uh, pork pepperoni. Um, of course, their signature beef jerky is the Sweet Baby Ray's products. They have honey chipotle. Uh, they have sw- sweet and spicy in the original. So definitely make sure you guys support the brand that supports our sport. Sure so enough. next time you guys are at your local convenience store, Walmart, make sure you check out Bridgeford products. You guys will definitely not be dissatisfied at all. Well, Rachel and Joe Uribe, thanks for taking some time to be with us. Pleasure seeing you here. We want to wish you nothing but success, especially being here. From well, we still consider you Southern California. Oh yes, this you is know? where we're born and raised. Absolutely. All right, you got a great fan base here, and keep their tradition going. Go we, for two in a row. Huh? Absolutely, we're going to go for it. We're definitely, you know, she's off to a great start with her 19th place, and obviously, I'm going to, I'm going to take a good run at Angler of the Year. But uh, the ultimate goal is to make the uh, Rayovac Championship. So we're off to a good start. Yeah. All right, Joe and Rachel Uribe and Joe, congratulations! Thank Thanks you. for coming on by to say hello. This is Rod and Reel Radio on AM540, or you can listen to us at rodandreelradio.com. Stay tuned. More show to come, but we got a break for a commercial message. We'll be right back. You can count on El Cajon Ford, as so many Southern Californians have for years. El Cajon Ford has the cars and trucks you can count on, like the all-new Fusion and Escape, Edge, Explorers, and more. And now, Fiestas with 38 MPG and Focus with 40 miles per gallon highway, plus C-Max Energy with up to 42 highway EPA estimates. El Cajon Ford has them now. Shop online at ElCajonFord.com. Choose from hundreds of your favorite F-Series trucks, too. El Cajon Ford knows trucks, no matter what you're hauling or towing, for a great weekend of fishing or for some fun in the desert. Now get special savings on every F-Series truck in stock, 150s, 250s, 350s, at El Cajon Ford. We have commercial trucks, too, including the all-new Transit Connect, finally a commercial van with great mileage, helping your business get moving again. El Cajon Ford, worth the short drive from anywhere in Southern California, Broadway and East Main at El Cajon, or online anytime, anywhere at ElCajonFord.com. Gamakatsu hooks are made from high-grade carbon steel, specially heat-treated to make them light and extra strong but not brittle. The Gamakatsu sharpening process is the most modern in the world and results in a perfectly conical point that is unequaled in sharpness. Gamakatsu offers a huge variety of hooks for all types of fishing, drop shot, extra wide gap, worm hooks, finesse wide gap, and a lot more. Gamakatsu has a hook for whatever style of fishing you want to do. Don't waste your time on a cheap hook. Ask for Gamakatsu hooks at your favorite tackle store now. 
H&M Landing is the most diversified sport fishing company on the West Coast. Serving the angling community since 1935, H&M Landing's name recognition and reputation for customer service is the best in the business. The H&M fleet provides the widest range of trip options and boasts the coast's largest open party fleet. For ocean fishing any time of the year, H&M Landing should be your choice for nearshore and offshore fishing. H&M is San Diego's most experienced sport fishing company, offering the best in half-day, three-quarter day, full, and multi-day trips, and a complete schedule of long-range adventures. Call today, H&M Landing, 619-222-1144, or visit their website at www.hmlanding.com for updated schedules and secure online booking. H&M Landing, the experienced angler's first choice in local and multi-day fishing since 1935. That's H&M Landing at 619-222-1144 or hmlanding.com. Hi, I'm Bart Hall, and I'm here to tell you about the Fred Hall Show, the ultimate outdoor experience, March 26th to the 29th at the Del Mar Fairgrounds. People often ask me, what is a Fred Hall Show? Well, it's San Diego's biggest fishing show, biggest boat show, biggest travel show, and biggest outdoor recreation event of the year. I love these shows, not just because my family name is on them, but because generations of Californians have grown up loving these events with me. Every year, the shows are different, but this year, we'll be celebrating the greatest saltwater fishing season in over 30 years. We believe that this will be the best San Diego Fred Hall show ever. The show is packed with thousands of high-quality fishing, fly fishing, and international travel exhibits. There are over 200 interesting seminars and dozens of family fun activities, including the world's greatest knife thrower. There will be more boats on display than ever before. My grandchildren keep asking if it's time for Papa Show. Yes, it's time for Papa Show, the exceptional Fred Hall show, March 26th to the 29th at the Del Mar Fairgrounds. Details at fredhall.com. And remember, it's a whale of a show I am an angler, a heroic defender of the noble sport of fishing. When I go out with my crew, we're prepared for everything, from itty-bitty mosquitoes to the biggest bass you've ever seen. Not to mention, we all wear life jackets. And with this year's drought conditions, we're also defending every last drop of water, saving lives and saving water, because the best defense is a good offense. Just don't tell the fish that. Take your hero quiz at BoatCalifornia.com. A message from the California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. This segment of Ron Real Radio is brought to you by the makers of the original balloon fishing clip system, Balloon Fisher King. Now you can fish the precise bait depth desired with these easy-to-use clips and 100% biodegradable natural latex balloons. All you do is clip, inflate, bait, and fish. Look for Balloon Fisher King clips and balloons at your local tackle dealers or go to balloonfisherking.com for further information. Hey, this is Hopalong, and we are uh, wandering around the show. Always great products, and one of the great products that we've run into is the products that are made by Yeti Coolers. And we've got John Smolko and Sam Schult. Soho. Soho with us. Uh, they're uh, the field representatives for Getty. Guys, welcome to the show here in Long Beach. Yeah, thank you. Glad to be here. All right. Hey, uh, tell us a little bit about the Yeti product, will you? Uh, so the entire brand is based on durability and ice retention, and it's kind of a cool story. Uh, the brothers that founded the company wanted a cooler that they could stand on as a casting platform on their flats boats in Texas. So they were originally designed to be able to stand on for the next 10, 15, 20 years and not bust through the top of them. And it was almost a byproduct that uh, they hold ice for over a week. Wow. And you come over here and these things look like they are industrial strength. Tell us a little bit about the design of the cooler itself. So our Tundra series is all rotomolded, so they're made the same way you would make a kayak. Um, so it's all one-piece design. The lid's one piece. The base is one piece. 
We've got a single stainless steel hinge that connects the two. Um, there's no seams anywhere for it to fail. After that, we pressure inject each cavity with our permafrost foam insulation, um, and that really uh, allows it to keep ice for about a week to 10 days. All right, man, and you can tell it looks like you can hold meat in there for a week. You know, And tell us about some of the characteristics on how uh, really uh, efficient that the coolers are. Uh, so once you got the cooler pre-chilled uh, and you you know layer the bottom with ice and then pack your contents in there, you know if you're not opening it up every 15 to 20 minutes, you're going to hold ice for as long as you're going to need to. Most people don't need to go, you know, a week to two weeks, you know, holding ice, but we can do that um, because of so much insulation in between the two walls. All right. And how about people that use uh, dry ice? Is it recommended for dry ice? Absolutely. A dry ice works great. Just layer the bottom with dry ice and throw regular ice on top of it. All right. Now, I noticed that you've got coolers that look like uh, you can put uh, uh, that are the size of caskets, and you've got smaller coolers. Tell us about uh, the range of product that's available. So we have anything starting at our Roadie 20, uh, which is good for about 6 to 12 cans and ice with our recommend, recommended uh, ice to contents ratio of 2 to 1. And then we go all the way up um, to a 420 size, which is about 5.5 feet long. Wow. Now, you know, we've been looking at the coolers over here, and we're in the Yeti booth here at the Fred Hall Show in Long Beach, but I noticed you have a new product that uh, uh, is a little bit different than a Yeti cooler. Tell us about it. Uh, So about a year ago, we launched our stainless drinkware, and it's called our Rambler series. So we have a 20- and a 30-ounce Rambler. They're dual-walled stainless steel and vacuum-insulated. They work great for hot stuff. You're looking at keeping coffee hot for four to five hours and even better for cold. We've had a lot of people come into the booth saying they're holding ice for 24 to 30 hours. Wow. Now, I noticed, though, there's a number of different shapes. Tell us about the shapes that are available and what they do. So our 20 is uh, 20 ounces is pretty much our standard size, and then from there we have our 30-ounce. Um, the 30-ounce is also designed with a smaller base, so it'll fit in the cup holders on your car um, or boat. Um, and then with the Colster, it's designed to fit a 12-ounce can or bottle. All right. Now, you know, I'm, I'm a slob at heart, and you're in the car, and you're sipping out of your coffee, and the first thing you do, you got it uh, dripping in front of the shirt because the closure, the aperture doesn't open up right for you. What? Tell us how you guys uh, get in out of that cup. Uh, so the, the lid just slides off. Uh, it does not seal completely, but we wanted to design it as simple as possible uh, for ease of cleaning, and it's a clear lid so you can see how much drink you have left in the cup. All right. Hey, if people are uh, interested in finding out more about Yeti products, uh, where can they go to get that information? I'll just hop on the website at yeticoolers.com. You can find all the information there. All right. Now, you guys come from uh, different parts of the country. Now, John, you are from? I live in Asheville, North Carolina. All right. And Sam, you're from? I live in Bozeman, Montana. So a little bit different weather out here than you guys are used to right now. Right now, North Car- uh, South Car- North Carolina. North Carolina. Man, the place is closed. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so in Montana, you expect it this way all the time. Yeah, pretty much. It's kind of nice to be in the sunshine down here for a little bit. Okay. Hey, if you're looking for more information about Yeti, you want to see the products where your dealer doesn't have it, you want to ask for it, you want to be a little more educated about it, where's the best place to go to get that information? Uh, the website does have all, If you have a, uh, we do have a dealer locator on the website, so you can find your local dealer. Uh, otherwise, there's a ton of great product videos and everything right there at yeticoolers.com. Okay, it's yeticoolers.com. When you go to that uh, site, uh, will you also find the insulated cups on there? 
You will. You'll find all of our products, the Tundra Series, the Hopper Series, and our Rambler Drinkware Series as well. All right. And if you can't find a dealer uh, in your area, if you're not familiar with it, there is a dealer locator on it. There's a dealer locator, and you can also order directly off the website if you want. All right. John Smolko and uh, Sam Scholt. So hold. So Man, I'll get that sooner or later. I, <laughs> hey, thanks a lot for taking some time to tell us about Yeti. It's Absolutely. a lot of fun. Absolutely. And it's really an efficient product. Right. Thanks right. for having us on. Thank you much. All right. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Well, again, we're traveling around the uh, Fred Hall Show here in Long Beach. You know, we've talked about great personalities to see, a lot of products to see, a lot of manufacturers here. A lot of manufacturers are offering some great services, and one of the services I see here is from Iserline. And what Iserline has is a good-sized booth that's populated by a lot of folks right now, and they're teaching them how to tie knots. And so let's start off first with uh, Norm uh, Fujimoto. Norm, Hello. how long have you been working with Iserline here? Probably for close to 20 years. Oh, no kidding. I'm one of the old guys. <laughs> You got to tell us what are what are some of the qualities of Iserline that makes it able to really tie a strong knot. Well, I think our our line is very consistent from one spool to the next, which is important, and the strength and the durability of the line is outstanding. And I think that's why people always come back to us in the booth here. We're just making sure that people are. Tying knots correctly, connections like spectra to fluorocarbon or monofilament. We're trying to teach people so they can be successful and, and have strong knots when they go fishing. Because if the knot breaks, the fish goes away, and we want to make sure that they get the fish with our line. Well, let's talk about the different types of Iser line we have right now. First of all, in the nylon type, uh, because if people look at it, there's... Uh, first string there's triple x there's platinum and everyone goes uh what's up with each line so break each line down for us would you please well the first string is the line that we originally came out with and what Iserline has made their name with it's well known in the, the long range fleet especially for the strength and the durability the abrasion resistance and uh the long range fleet uh is very high on that line the platinum line is uh, a lot of people use it for the inshore because of the abrasion resistance. Uh, the bass fishermen like it, and it, it's mainly for, for that market. Uh, our latest line, newest line, is the Triple X, okay. which is a line that was originally designed for spinning reels. So it's a little softer, probably out of all our lines is the best casting line. And we've been able to maintain the strength and the abrasion resistance to keep that up. And so that's actually becoming a very popular line, especially for people who like to throw jigs or to use spinning reels. Now, when it comes to tying knots, because that's what you hear, you're instructing people. In fact, we interrupted you while you were, you know, had a group over here. Is there a particular knot for a particular type of Iser line that you recommend, let's say, is there a knot for the premium line that you would tie? But you don't say, nah, for the triple uh, X, not necessarily uh, don't tie that knot. Here's the knot that you tie with it. The one, one thing we emphasize to people when we're coming, uh, they need to tie a knot that they're confident in and can do correctly. 
Uh, we teach a lot of different knots, whether it's a San Diego knot or a Uni, Improved Clinch, Palomar. Uh, we, we teach them all. And we have found that all of these knots, when tied correctly, do work well with all of our lines. And so we try to get people to tie the one that they're the most confident in. Okay, well, we've, we've talked about the nylon knot lines. Now let's go do the uh, spectra fiber lines because... Iserline was probably one of the groundbreakers when it came to this type of product. And tell us the products that are now available from Iser. Well, we have actually two different types of uh, braided line, our Spectra. It's our original premium Spectra, which is still used uh, by a lot of the long rangers. And uh, it's been out for a number of years, and I've had the Spectron lines for 15 years, on reels for 15 no years. No kidding, wow. And long as you don't get it, uh, abrade it, like rub it on the bottom of the boat or on some rocks, uh, it, it's fine. We have a new Iser braid, too, which is, uh, far as strength-wise goes, is, is the same. But for our, our local fishermen, for the guys that only fish half day or maybe overnight, it's uh, a little bit more reasonable in, in price for them. Now let's talk about knots on uh, with Spectraline. If you are tying directly onto a jig or a crankbait or something, the Spectra onto that lure, what type of a knot do you recommend for that? All of the knots, if tied correctly, do work. Uh, some of us went to the Amazon to go peacock bass fishing, and it's all straight spectra. There's no mono, no fluorocarbon. It's all straight spectra. And to kind of experiment a little bit, we handed the jigs to our guide with the spectra and asked him to tie it. And it was really amazing because some tied just regular Palomars, some tied San Diego, some tied Unis, some tied Improved Clinch. And if they were tied right, they all worked. Oh, okay. Well, you know, and that's the thing, tied right. Because a lot of times with Spectra, you can get a little more slippage on it. You've got to make sure that you do tie that knot. I even uh, hear the people that use a Palomar knot, they'll use a double Palomar knot to ensure that it doesn't slip. Do you recommend that? Yes. And a lot of times, a lot of people will put a few extra turns on the knot just to help the slip because of the slippage all right now the range that the uh, Iser Spectre comes in with regards to pound test tell us tell us uh, when what range pound test that it's available in uh from 30 oh i'm sorry from 12 12 pound i i use that for surf fishing sure uh up to 300 all right and when it comes to a 300 pound test or 250 Again, do you tie a knot in that, or do you have to crimp it, or what are you doing with that? Uh, actually, some people do tie knots with it. Uh, most of the people, when they get into the real heavy stuff, are doing some type of serving, crimping, uh, nail knots uh, that we do at Iser Line, uh, insert the line into the hollow spectra and tie nail knots to secure it. All right. And I, I guess the, the thing now that we're talking about is um, the last item is uh, the uh, fluorocarbon line, Isoline fluorocarbon. Tell us about that. Well, it's very abrasion resistant, which is a quality of fluorocarbon. Uh, we've I just got back from a 16-day trip, and on our Iser fluorocarbon, I caught my fish of a lifetime. I caught a 305 yellow. Oh, no kidding! So, wow! Uh, and it was on our 
fluorocarbon, and I, I was very lucky to be honest because the fish had swallowed the bait, but it, I didn't get chewed off, and the fluorocarbon held up. Well, tell us now, you know, when the, uh, the fishermen are going after those big fish, Man, they treat the fluorocarbon line like it's uh, I don't like a, a a baby. They don't want to make sure it touches the deck or anything like that because they don't want any scuffing on that line or or anything to get in the way of the stealthiness of the fluorocarbon when it comes all the way down to the fish. Is is that something you do, or do you just put it on and fish with it? Well, I do take care of it, but I just put it on and fish. <laughs> all right, you know. And I guess the big question that you get asked here, you go, man, I've got this great nylon line, and then I've got this great spectra, or I've got fluorocarbon, and I want to tie these things together. And this is probably, I, I bet you it's got to be one of the most asked questions that you get asked is making connections. Definitely. The last three years especially, uh, because it's become easier to tie braid or spectra to monofilament or fluorocarbon we've been able to come up with some knots that are easy for people to learn originally it was very difficult because people had to tie two knots they were tying a bimini and an albright and it took some time and effort to learn now basically we're, we're teaching a john collins knot and uh everybody can tie it we can teach anybody and everybody <laughs> and if they're interested we're always happy to teach and some of the lower pound tests too you you get the uh, surgeon's knot you get the the cigar knot i don't right. want to make a, a brand name but there is a cigar knot out there are those knots that you recommend or do you, if you go hey if you're going to take the time do a john collins right. knot and that way you're going to be insured that that connection stays for for uh, the spectra to mono or fluorocarbon. We recommend no matter what they're doing, the John Collins knot. We really feel that's the most secure, and it's not hard to tie. All right, and you know we're speaking here with uh, Norm Fujimoto. He's a pro staffer for Iser Line, and he's one of the guys here that's running the Iser Line knot tying booth at the Fred Hall Show here in Long Beach. Is there any one question? that you get asked most that, you know, you know when you look at someone in the face, you're going, they're going to they're gonna ask it, they're going to ask it. Braid to fluorocarbon. How do I tie it? All right. And, you know, when it, when it comes to how heavy a braid to how heavy a fluorocarbon can you still tie and use the John Collins knot before you have to go to something else? Well, personally, I've, I've tied it to 100 pounds and... and did just fine with it so i personally i'm very comfortable i i would tie it even with 130. does Eisenline have a spot on their site or anything like that that shows some of these lines that people can go to and take a look to see where to uh to find or where's the best place to go for a tutorial that you're familiar with for on on knots we just posted on youtube uh, a little video clip on some of the different knots and connections on youtube and it's under if they go to youtube they can find it under Iserline knots all right yeah because we have a lot of listeners that are in uh, all parts of the country not just in southern california so when you say a john collins knot they may not be familiar with that tell us tell us about how that john collins knot came about well john collins uh works on the royal polaris and for a number of years and uh 
is a wonderful professional out there, and he came up with this knot, which is a, a variation of the Albright, basically. But uh, he figured some things out, tested it on the boat. He taught us, and that's why we're, we're sharing it with everyone. Well, Norm, we want to thank you and Fuji Lion and all the other guys that you have here for giving unselfishly of your time. And, and from what I've seen here, you get putzes like me that takes, uh, you know, 20, 30 minutes to, to get it down. And there's some guys that come over here and you're just reinforcing what they already know. And they, they take to it like a duck to water. So uh, congratulations on your patience. Well, thank you. We, we enjoyed doing it. And we'll be at Del Mar, too. All right. Norm Fujimoto, he is the pro staffer for Iserline here in the knot tying section. Norm, thanks a lot for taking time to be with us. You're welcome. All right. Hey, this is Rod and Reel Radio on AM540. You can listen to us on rodandreelradio.com. Got to take a break right now. We'll be back right after these messages. Angler's Arsenal is the serious angler's first choice for hand-poured plastics, McCoy line, Spro products, Gamakatsu hooks, G. Loomis fishing rods, Shimano products, Ovid reels, and just about anything you hear advertised on Rod and Reel Radio. Go to anglersarsenal.com and visit our online tackle store. See the huge selection of Western Plastics hand-poured baits, all at anglersarsenal.com. Angler's Arsenal Tackle Store is conveniently located in La Mesa, just off Interstate 8. Give us a call at 1-800-428-8730. If you're serious about your fishing, choosing the right tackle is one of the most important decisions you'll ever make. Iserline makes premium fishing lines including monofilament, Dacron, Spectra, fluorocarbon, battle-tested harnesses, and top angler-tested Iserline tools and accessories. Iserline premium fishing products are created to provide you with the ultimate in strength, dependability, durability, high abrasion resistance, low stretch, and high quality. All Iserline products are 100% guaranteed against manufacturing defects. You just can't buy better value. Iserline will replace or repair at their option. No questions asked if you're not pleased with any of their product. Catch what you've been missing. Quality guaranteed. Every serious angler knows that a quality hook is an important part of their arsenal. Gamakatsu hooks are made from high-grade carbon steel, specially heat-treated to make them light and extra strong, but not brittle. Gamakatsu ring hooks are made with a one-piece ring, no welds, no weak spots, a very smooth-moving ring. Gamakatsu offers a huge variety of hooks for all types of fishing. Live bait hooks, both light and heavy-duty, to four extra strong. Circle hooks, tuna hooks, ringed hooks, tuna doubles, and many more. Don't waste your next fishing trip on a cheap hook. Get Gamakatsu hooks at your favorite tackle store now. This portion of Rod and Reel Radio is brought to you by the Rockley's Fish Release System. Now you can quickly and easily release fish suffering from barotrauma back to the depths they were caught. Look or ask for the Rockley's at your local fishing tackle dealer. Hey, we're continuing our adventures at the Fred Hall Show in Long Beach, and who do I run into? The voice from Phil Friedman Outdoors. Phil Friedman, Phil. What the heck are you thinking about? Oh right my now? God! I'm thinking about what a good friend you are and how <laughs> nice it is to see you, John. Really, I am. This is good. I am sitting right in the middle of your booth, and this is palatial. You got great places to sit. You got people all over the place uh, handing out information. You've got informative videos here. Tell us a little bit about the makeup of your booth, not only here at Long Beach, but what you'll be bringing to Del Mar. Well, we will be bringing this very same booth down to Del Mar, and it is all due to my good friends, Joe and Joey Gallagher at Gallagher Staging, who take good care of us. And they put this beautiful booth up for us every single year, and they do such a good job. And the seating in here, we have seating because 
you might think it's because the people who come here, it's because I got a really bad knee and I need to sit down once in a while. No, we have a CD because we do daily seminars. So this evening we'll be doing some seminars with some of the local captains. And of course, we've got a video over here on Rigs to Reefs, which is a thing that has already passed, but we're trying to keep that enthusiasm moving in the right direction with uh, companies like Seamer and trying to push that over the edge so that that starts to happen. And of course, we've got our charters here. Uh, we've got that all going on. We're giving away a free accurate reel if you drop your email address over here. Just a lot of good fun, and uh, and uh, I always enjoy doing the shows. Well, uh, we enjoy having you too, especially from the perspective that you bring. You know, but isn't it something... We get our weekend, and it's raining. We're trying to load trucks and everything like that. We finally get here to the show. It's 85 degrees outside, sunshine, great fishing weather, and what are we doing? We're here at the show. Uh, We're talking about fishing. You're so right about that, and and it really brings up a great story that I know your listeners are going to love. You're going to love. Okay. The Southern Cal, the half-day boat, right across the street here at Pier Point Landing, went out the other morning. And Mitch Christensen's a great guy. He's the captain of the boat. In fact, his girlfriend was a Laker girl, Stephanie. She's beautiful. I, if I would have known that you could be a captain of a fishing boat and get a Laker girl, I would have I would have studied and passed my test. I well, had no idea you could do that. Normally when you see the skippers, you go, man, I, how do they even get married to get a Laker girl, you know? Well, Mitch took off, and so he's out there fishing. He's got 20 yellowtail going. 18 to 30 pound yellowtail on a half day boat with a funnel cloud passing off his stern about 100 yards away. <laughs> a water spout. You know how dangerous that can be. In heavy, heavy hail to the point where the decks are covered in white. So here he is with 20 yellowtail going, hail pounding down on the half day boat and a funnel cloud passing off his stern. When I heard that story, I said, Mitch, that has to go down as one of the wildest half-day trips in the history of sport fishing. Yeah, you know, I mean, they're catching yellowtail in in March. What can I tell you? And it's basically <laughs> snowing, and you got a funnel cloud going by you at the same time. Where, Crazy. You know, you know where they fish you? They're fishing out the horseshoe, or where were they're they? They're fishing, fishing a little bit further out, around the 150. They call it out by those rigs, and that yellowtail is just kind of marauding around. It's sonar fishing. You know what that is, where these guys with great expertise use sonar devices to sure. locate schools, shut down. Really important when the captain says, you know, okay, it's time to drop down, that you do it right away because those yellowtail continue to swim. So the quicker you can get a yo-yo iron down there and start winding on it, the better off you're going to be. But excellent fishing at times. The Native Sun over here at 22nd Street Landing in San Pedro, California, same kind of great fishing. Big yellowtail, lots of them, and crazy if you don't bring 40 50 60 pound on them because they have an attitude a nasty wow. attitude they seem to be the real home guards that these uh, that they're catching right now you know i i was sort of like out of circulation i was down to one of your favorite places in the world Sinaloa, mexico out of culiacan out of mazatlan we were fishing uh, lake el salto lake picachos with billy chapman so I was sort of like out of the loop, and I was thinking, well, maybe the saltwater fishing ended. You know, there was I heard there was some rain that came through and everything, but they still seem to be there, Phil. John, and from the divers I've talked to, they tell me that this year they are seeing the water temperature remain warm all the way down to 70, 80, 90 feet. Wow. So it's consistently warm. So usually it's not that way. You get that top layer of 
of warm water. You get a breeze. It rolls the water. It gets dirty and cold. Fish stop biting. This year, no matter how breezy it gets, no matter how rough it gets, it seems that the water maintains that warm temperature. And as a result, we continue to catch really great exotic fish for March. All these yellowtail. I, I doubt that it's going to be all that much longer until we're back into tuna again. Well, I don't know. Have you heard uh, any reports off the Cortez? I know that it I heard that it slacked off a little bit with the San Diego fleet. What do you hear from uh, the fleet up here? Slacked off so much that they've almost, I don't know anybody who's targeting Cortez anymore. They are mostly now targeting San Clemente Island. My friend Sean Morgan, and I announced that first on your show, Sean went out there on a yacht uh, about a month ago and then called us and we did an interview on PFO Radio. And man, I'll tell you, he had wide open yellowtail fishing all the way around the island. He circumnavigated the island pretty much. The Navy threw him out at a couple of spots, but he found yellowtail at every spot. So most of the boats now are headed to San Clemente. They fish yellowtail. There's some big bonita there, and then they can drop back and hit that rockfish now that rockfish season is open. You know, I, I know that uh, finding 6X and 7X uh, jigs are uh, harder than hen's teeth to find right now. Are they catching those fish on yo-yo? They're catching them on bait. How are they catching them? Mostly yo-yo, but a lot of uh, a lot of dropper loop bait fish also. But a lot of yo-yo iron fish. That's a fun way. To, I know you love that, and I do too. Fun way to take those fish. Easy to do. You don't have to run to the bait tank. You can just drop the jig down. And if you find those fish are deep, don't wind the jig all the way to the surface. Come up halfway, kick it in freeze full, drop it down, put it in gear, and start to wind on it again. Great way to take those things. Well, there's no better feeling, too, because you're oh. winding, cranking, winding, cranking, cranking, who knows for how long. Then all of a sudden, there's a, this electricity that comes through the line when you're stopped. And, boy, it's a great feeling. Oh, my God, there's nothing like it, is there? I mean, to, to feel that, you're, and then your rod loads up, and then all of a sudden, something starts stripping Game line on. over there. Yeah, it's great. And, re- and folks got to remember, it depends on where you're fishing, of course, but when you're out in that really deep water, if your jig stops sinking, it didn't hit bottom. <laughs> something ate it. So you need to put your reel in gear and start turning the handle, yeah, and you got to fish, right? Exactly. Well, that brings us to the opening of uh, rockfish uh, season. How'd that, how'd that open up? It opened up. Kind of slow, not due to slow fishing, but due to some weather. We had some windy weather, and that once that weather settled down, man, it was great. You go up to the Channel Islands. My good friend who runs the um, Pacific Islander, Steve Virtue, said, Phil, it was as good as you could imagine. It. Big reds, lots of big links, tremendous fishing up there. And then as you move down the coast, you saw the similar type of fishing going on. Native Sun had great fishing on big reds the other day on a three-quarter day trip and then topped off with 10 yellowtail and we saw that right on down the coast through the orange county la orange county base landings great fishing john really really excellent rock fishing it seems like the warm water in some seasons can kind of put a damper on the rockfish bite we're not seeing that it just seems like fishing's great on all fronts now we're talking about the beginning of march but as we get later and later in the march uh Phil, you're going to be sponsoring uh, some trips. What kind of trips do you have coming up? We've got about six trips on the books right now, and then we're going to have quite a few more. But we have three on the Pacific Islander, one on the Gale Forest, one on the Triton, one on the Toronado. And we're putting together even a bigger list. And people who come to the show can... grab a, a charter with us right here although it's going to be Sunday night isn't it when we're airing this. Yeah we're airing this Sunday night yeah. And I was going to give them a ride but uh, <laughs> hey you know what if they if they call in and give us a call and book a trip we'll bring them a nice little surf fishing rod uh, when we come out on the trip. We'll be happy to do that. Oh that'll be great. Well you know tremendous crowd. I, it's even building over here. Uh, you know the opening day 
was just a fantastic opening day. We understand they broke all records, sales records. I understand the parking lot that was sold out. People are parking on the street. They're having to run back and forth every two hours to feed meters, come back in here to the show. Really a good opening. Huge. I mean, it was really crowded in here. And once again, my hat's off to Bart Hall and Mike Lum and everybody else who makes the show so great. I had a chance to chat with both those guys, Mike especially, for quite some time. And they're hardworking guys. They put the greatest show on earth together for all the outdoors people. And it's just an honor and a pleasure to be part of it. And I've been part of it for 30 years. So you know what that means? What's that? I'm going to die pretty soon. No, I'm getting old. No, 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 no. No, not, not before your time, that's for sure. You know, I think what it's indicative of is just the great fishing that we've seen and the way, you know, this fish catch with the tuna and the yellowtail and everything really close and accessible, great calico fishing, or our, our kelp fishing's been good, our bottom fishing. It's just re-energized the entire sports fishing fleet and those people that follow it. You are Absolutely right. You nailed it right on the head because I've seen years when you don't have that electricity and it is the exact opposite right now. Everybody is walking around here. They're on a high. They've already had a great start to their season. Normally, you know, we're anticipating something happening and there's a big catch of yellowtail at San Clemente Island during the Fred Hall show and then that spreads like wildfire throughout the show. We're, we're already here telling war stories about 2015 yeah. <laughs> and, and, and having such great fishing and catching uh, yellowtail and even catching some tuna uh, in January when that was going out on Cortez Bay with that bluefin bite. Incredible stuff, and you're right, that buzz, that electricity, it's palpable here. You can really feel it. All right. Now, Phil, uh, also for our Spanish-speaking listeners, you're running two great shows over the weekend, and I don't. I, you're going to be running them this weekend too. Absolutely, we we don't stop. We've got two great shows. Doctor Topete will be on there. Wayne the Gringo. That's part of it. Project Gringo, where I'm on a diet, and you know there's an elephant sound if I gain weight uh, on the sound effects, and hopefully I lose. But I've been doing pretty good, I think. I'd have to ask the doc, but I think here in a couple of months I'm down about twenty something pounds, twenty twenty five, I think. And uh, she's mean, so I, I, I make sure I, uh, I stay on that diet. And, of course, my co-host, Joaquin Espinosa, great fisherman, kid that started out on the playas of Rosarito, Rosarito Beach with the can and the string wrapped around wow. it. And he came and found me a few years ago uh, because he saw what I was doing in Baja with regard to the uh, altruistic stuff we try to do, helping sure. people down there. And that's what brought him to me. And, John, I am blessed that that kid came into my life. He is a really decent, genuinely great young man, and um, I told him I loved him the other day, and he looked at me a little strange, but <laughs> I do. He's a great kid. I do love that kid. That is great. Well, the show is really a mixture of a lot of things. It's, it's not just fishing and outdoors, but you're, you're evolving the show and doing a lot of different things. Tell us about some of the different subjects that you actually explore on the show. You know, you're right. I don't know where this show's going to end up, but it's starting to come become a variety show where we talk a little politics on some shows because there's some hot button issues in the Latino community that aren't part of the gringo community, so to speak. 
And so we cover that. We may cover movies. We cover, of course, the hot fishing and where the best fishing is and things to do in the outdoors. And uh, we cover nutrition now with Dr. Topete. She covers the nutritional stuff out there. And, of course, I love my sound effects. And when she's talking about eating fiber, I can't help but play a couple of good fart noises every time she's out there and trying to be really serious and looking at me with these eyes that could just kill. I I absolutely love that part of the show. Well, you know, I've got to ask you because... You and I are two guys that like to go out there. We like to cook. We like to eat. We know a lot of people that are great cooks. We're great cooks ourselves. How'd you go about doing it? What 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 did you change in your life to lose the weight that you're losing right now? And that's exactly what she says. You change your life, and that's what I did. Well, um, I I leaned a lot more toward protein, um, and then I knocked out the useless carbs. Yeah. And I increased eating to six times a day, making sure that I continue to eat so my metabolism stayed up there and a lot of vegetables and that kind of stuff. And I I don't know that I added the exercise to it to accomplish those goals or I just felt more like exercising. But I get out for about a three-mile walk every morning and can't wait to do it, to be honest with you. I really look forward to going out there and walking down the beach for uh, you know, an hour or a little bit more than that, and I enjoy that a lot. So the exercise, eating several times during the day, which I have no trouble doing at all, John. And I like protein. I like uh, you know some meat and chicken and fish and ceviche and that kind of stuff. So it's been uh, it's been uh, not really a struggle the way Dr. Topete does things. I really really uh, admire her. She's great on the show, also. Well, I can tell you, not that you look bad to begin with, but. You know, I don't get a chance to see you that often. Right. We talk to you regularly, and I've seen these different vignettes in time that we've gone together, and the transformation is great. You're just looking fantastic. You look damn good Hope yourself. You're feeling good yourself, yeah. Feeling good, hey, no now, question. Phil Friedman is doing all kinds of things involved in all activities. People want to catch up with you, find out what you're doing, what's the latest, uh, start scheduling a trip with you. Where can they go to get that information? Best way to do it, John, thank you so much, is www.pfomedia.com. Notice the change, pfomedia.com. And uh, folks can go there. They can still use PFO Radio, but we're going toward PFO Media now. And, of course, AM 690 on Saturday and Sunday, 6 to 7 a.m. I'll tell you a real quick funny story. This guy, oh, he, he knew you. This well, guy knew you, and he walks over, and, you know, he's a gringo. It looks like us. And he walks up, and he goes, hey, I love your Spanish show on AM 690. And I go, what? What are you talking about? And he goes, no, I really, I'm trying to learn Spanish. I listen every week. And when you speak with your gringo accent, I can actually understand the Spanish. And I told him to go say hi to you. I forget his name right now, but... Funny yeah. stuff, you know how that works. You, I think I know exactly who you're talking about. Good. Well, you know, we're going to have to get together and do more th- things, Phil, because every every time I get together and do something with you, not only is it very rewarding, but, boy, do we have a great time doing it, too. Oh, man, our trip to Rosarito and you out on the pier teaching the kids. And, John, you're one of the good guys in the industry, good, decent, honorable guy. And, hey, he slipped me 50 bucks, everybody. Know, that's all right. It's going to cost you more next time. And it's all true, and it's really a pleasure to work with you. No question about that. Well, that's what's on Phil's mind for this week. This is The Voice, Phil Friedman. Phil, thanks for being with us, and we look forward to talking to you next week. Thank you, John. Thank you, everybody. Have a great one. All right. Hey, this is Rod and Real Radio on AM540 or rodandrealradio.com. Stay tuned. There's still more to come from the Fred Hall Long Beach Show. We'll be back with you right after these messages. 
You can count on El Cajon Ford, as so many Southern Californians have for years. El Cajon Ford has the cars and trucks you can count on, like the all-new Fusion and Escape, Edge, Explorers, and more. And now, Fiestas with 38 MPG and Focus with 40 miles per gallon highway, plus C-Max Energy with up to 42 highway EPA estimates. El Cajon Ford has them now. Shop online at ElCajonFord.com. Choose from hundreds of your favorite F-Series trucks, too. El Cajon Ford knows trucks, no matter what you're hauling or towing, for a great weekend of fishing or for some fun in the desert. Now get special savings on every F-Series truck in stock, 150s, 250s, 350s, at El Cajon Ford. We have commercial trucks, too, including the all-new Transit Connect. Finally, a commercial van with great mileage, helping your business get moving again. El Cajon Ford, worth the short drive from anywhere in Southern California, Broadway and East Main and El Cajon, or online anytime, anywhere at ElCajonFord.com. H&M Landing is the most diversified sport fishing company on the West Coast. Serving the angling community since 1935, H&M Landing's name recognition and reputation for customer service is the best in the business. The H&M fleet provides the widest range of trip options and boasts the coast's largest open party fleet. For ocean fishing any time of the year, H&M Landing should be your choice for nearshore and offshore fishing. H&M is San Diego's most experienced sport fishing company, offering the best in half-day, three-quarter day, full, and multi-day trips, and a complete schedule of long-range adventures. Call today, H&M Landing, 619-222-1144, or visit their website at www.hmlanding.com for updated schedules and secure online booking. H&M Landing, the experienced angler's first choice in local and multi-day fishing since 1935. That's H&M Landing at 619-222-1144 or hmlanding.com. When you're out fishing this year, there's two ways to be a hero. You can help save lives by making sure everyone on your boat wears a life jacket. And with the drought conditions, you can help save water. Because every drop we save is another drop out there for us and our fish. So be a hero, on the water and off. There's lots of ways to conserve, and there are lots of life jackets designed especially for anglers. To learn more about being a hero, take your hero quiz at BoatCalifornia.com. A message from the California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Hey everybody, this is a message for our listeners from a new Baja Magic Lodge at Cedros Island. Cedros Outdoor Adventures wants to make your dream of fishing Cedros Island a reality. Want to go after giant calicos or yellowtail with the best Cedros Island fishing organization, but you just don't know who to contact? Then give Cedros Outdoor Adventures a call at 619-793-5419, or even better yet, log on to their informative website at cedrosoutdooradventures.com. There you can visit their trip calendar and schedule a trip that's convenient for you. Once again, the phone number is 619-793-5419 or their website of cedrosoutdooradventures.com. It's time for the 38th Annual Fred Hall Show, the ultimate outdoor experience March 26th to the 29th at the Del Mar Fairgrounds. San Diego's biggest fishing show, biggest boat show, biggest travel show, biggest outdoor recreation event of the year. It's San Diego's number one show. Don't miss the Mammoth Lakes Kids Fish Free Trout Pond, the Ram Ultimate Air Dogs, the Costa Sporting Chef Cafe, the San Diego County Ford Dealers Paul Bunyan Lumberjack Show, the Savage Gear Bass Tank, the Accurate Real Saltwater Tank, Air Gun Ranges, Arc 
archery, casting, and dozens of family fun activities. Over 200 high-quality seminars presented by Progressive Insurance, Cousins Tackle, Hobie Kayaks, and the World Fishing Network. Enter to win a custom Sea of Cortez fishing trip to Rancho Leonero, a pair of accurate fishing reels, or a Hobie Pro Angler Kayak. Kids free, kids fish free, military free. The 38th Annual Fred Hall Show, March 26th to the 29th at the Del Mar Fairgrounds. Details at fredhall.com. It's a whale of a show. Well, the uh, Fred Hall Show in Long Beach is turning out to be a grand show, and this is a place to come to see all the people that you need to see to go fishing, especially if you want to go fishing down San Diego out of H&M Landing, and we got one of our our prime skippers over at Sea Adventure Sports Fishing, Mr. Chuck Taft. Chuck, how's it going this year, sir? It is going fantastic. Everything couldn't be any better. A uh, little construction on the boats. And looking for just a banner season. I mean, the season that'll never end. Yellowtail fishing still fantastic. We're catching really good fish at the islands. Colinette's biting, and there's still bluefin out at Cortez and Tanner. It's just unbelievable. And the water temp down below is getting warmer, and we're going to have warm, warm water starting to push up right away now. I know we were talking to uh, uh, Chris uh, Randall earlier. And he goes, man, he says, you go down to Colinette, and you're just not going bottom fishing. You go out and swing a, a little bit towards the coast. Maybe uh, you'll get some yelltails. And he goes, I'm seeing some signs that I'd want to go a little bit offshore and see what's out there. I, he thinks there's fish out there right now. Uh, there's no doubt in my mind that there's fish offshore right now. I mean, they're still catching bluefin at Cortez every week. Um, I've heard a couple commercial boats caught a few albacore. Uh, now, how far out were those albacore? The albacore were within 150 miles of the oh coast. Oh, gosh. But the trouble is, we're looking at a time of year where everybody says, oh, you ain't supposed to be fishing, it's supposed <laughs> to be wintertime. We got boats that are catching 100 yellowtail a day down at Colinette and catching limits of rockfish. We got boats going out to Cortez and Tanner catching yellowtail, bonita, and bluefin tuna right now. Um, the water down below, it different areas is so warm it's unbelievable right now i mean there's areas are 70 degree water already and what's the deal with the red crabs here now is that are they going to stay around long i mean i know you have no crystal ball here i don't have a crystal ball but i've been on my own boat since 1968 and every year that we've had these kind of red crabs it's been phenomenal fishing so all I can tell you is, Katie, bar the door. It looks like that we are going to have another fantastic year. I mean, if it's half of what we had last year, it's unbelievable, and it could even be way better. Yeah. Now tell me, now tell me what what news is happening at uh, Sea Adventure Sports Fishing because, you know, the Sea Adventure Sports Fishing of last year is not Sea Adventure Sports Fishing this year. You've done some changes to the boats. Well, I took the legend and added two new heads to the boat, back at the back of the boat, so now you don't have to walk up to the bow. Instead of going into the galley, we have two heads where we had two little benches. So we have four heads there and made that thing a whole lot nicer. We completely rebuilt the Sea Adventure, cleaned it up, painted it up, uh, redid the galley on the boat, uh, fixed it all up. I mean, all we've done is improved all the boats. Actually, I would say the majority of the fleet's done things that they haven't done in 10 years because it's the first time in 10 years that 
some of the boats have actually had money. We've been really lucky. We've run a good operation, and we've done very, very well, and we've been able to do what we need to do. But this last year helped people out that have had tough times. It's been well, that a, is a, it's a blessing in disguise. Great fishing. Uh, the price of fuel has dropped a little bit. But, man, and, and people want to go fishing because they want to catch fish, and this has been the season to do it. Oh, I mean, now's, now's the time to go fishing. I mean, Chris on the Chiefs has been running these day-and-a-half trips. I mean, he's been going down there catching limits of rockfish, 75 to 100 <laughs> yellowtail a day. I mean, um, it's just been fantastic. He's going to start his boat work, and we're done on the legend, so we're going to put the legend online and do the same thing that he was doing while he's doing his boat work. And by then, I think summer's going to be here. We're going to have our special for Day of the Docks and see if we can take off and go catch an albacore like we always do. Oh, yeah, that's fun. I mean, but it's time to go fishing. I mean, people say this is wintertime, but fishing's better now than people have seen in summers, so... You know, it's hard, to, it's hard to put a reason why, but all I can tell you is the warm water, the red crabs, the current and stuff the way it is right now has everything pushed up in here to where we want it to be. So that's a good thing. Now, tell me, each uh, boat that's in your fleet, tell me what they're going to be targeting and how they're going to be used by the, the landing this year. Well, the Alicia's nothing but a half-day and three-quarter day boat, and it carries anywhere from 12 to 20 people and fishes the Coronado Islands and locally. The Jig Strike is a wonderful little charter boat. It carries 16 to 20 people. It's got uh, 16 big double bunks in the boat, just a phenomenal boat to fish on for 16 guys. Uh, the Sea Adventure 2 is going to be running charters and day-and-a-half trips. Uh, the Seekers is just a limited load, 21 passenger boat, and then the Legends run all these open party trips that we have at a really reasonable break. I mean... We had a special going on here at the show, at this show. We're going to have the same thing where a guy can save $50 on a day-and-a-half trip. He can save up to $75 on a two-day or two-and-a-half day at Del Mar. So people can come down to the Del Mar show, and they can get the same special we have going on here. So come over and visit you. Uh, you're over in the H&M landing area? Uh, we'll have our own booth right yeah. by him again. We always have our own booth. Uh, the Top Gun 80 and the Sea Adventure Sport Fishing share the same booth. And how's Bobby and the Top Gun 80 doing? Bobby's doing really good. He's been running a couple day-and-a-half trips, and uh, he went to Cortez uh, two weeks ago, and he had 39 bluefin and 15 nice. yellowtail. Uh, with the weather that we had last weekend, he went down to Colinette. They had 39 yellowtail and limits of rockfish and limits of lingcod. So, I mean, this is fishing season, guys. Yeah. It ain't winter time. This is time to go fishing. What? What is with that bluefin over at the Cortez? And and, and have they left the tanner, or is everyone just, uh, uh, you know? There's still a lot of fish at the tanner. For some reason, it seems to be biting better over at Cortez on the edges of the bank and stuff. But there's fish all over. There's And some of the days where you would think they would be catching the fish anchored up and stuff, the guys are sonaring around and getting six miles off the bank and finding spots of fish with the fish are biting and stuff. Wow. So there's a lot of fish around. I mean, and there's no telling how much yellowtail and stuff's underneath kelp patties and stuff. Not a person has been offshore. I mean, our three-quarter day trips, we went over to the islands and we're catching yellowtail, good yellowtail fishing at the Coronado Islands. One day you'll catch 8 to 12-pound fish, and the next day they're all 20 to 25-pound fish. Great quality fish, yeah. So, I mean, there's fish up and down the coast. I mean... 
it is not the time to put your gear away. Everybody thinks no. this is time to put our gear away. This is time you go into your tackle stores, you buy some good yo-yo jigs, and you go out and go fishing, guys. The fish are biting the yo-yo jig. At every spot you fish, that's what the majority of the fish are being caught on. Well, trying to find a, a 6X or a 7X right now, you almost can't do it because they're all taken up from guys that are going out and yo-yoing with them. Oh, it's unbelievable. I mean, if, if you got some stuff at the store, people should be there because I'm telling you what, you, you need the jigs right now. It's, they're biting their yo-yo really good, and it's amazing. I mean, the quality of fish that people are catching, this isn't the little rat yellowtail that are being caught. No. This is a great grade of fish. You know, and I think what we're seeing here at the Long Beach Show and what we're going to see in Del Mar, people are just revitalized. The sports fishing industry seems to be revitalized. Everyone is, you know, they caught fish last year. They they saw how exciting it was, how much fun it was. Uh, they've been eating great product through the entire year, thanks to you and the way you guys keep the catch fresh uh, for us and boy I, it, I I don't see any reason why this next season isn't going to be a banner season too. Oh it's got all the makings of being better than last year we're so far ahead of the cycle of where the fish are compared to last year you got to remember this time last year you were lucky to scratch out five or six fish on a yellowtail at the islands or down a colonnette we're fishing rockfish and stuff granted we're catching great rockfish but nobody saw the amount of yellowtail we're seeing up and down the coast. I mean, they're catching fish from Santa Barbara all the way down everywhere in Mexico. They're catching yellowtail. I mean, you get they're catching fish at Box Canyon. They're catching fish in Huntington Beach. They're catching fish at Clemente, Cortez. Catalina had a good bite a couple weeks ago. I mean, I mean, what what more does a guy need to get fired up and go fishing? Phil Friedman told us earlier that one of the half-day boats, I think it was out of uh, 22nd Street, they were just fishing a little south of the Horseshoe Kelt. They were fishing in hail, they were fishing in wind, they were fishing in rain, and then they had a water spout come down 100 feet from the boat, and they still came home with 18 yellowtail on a half-day trip. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. I mean, this is something that everybody needs to get geared up and start fishing. I mean... God only knows how long this is going to last, but we're going to take advantage of it as well long as we can. Well, you know, we kind of said this last year, that going to the Del Mar show, now's the time to sign up and get the dates that you want. Because if you wait until the last minute or a couple of weeks before or a month before, you might not find there's any room on the boats. And look how many people got shut out last year. A lot of people got shut out. But if you recall, I predicted this and everybody else... <laughs> laughed at me and thought I was crazy last year. Yeah, we were talking about it. We were talking about it. Now, I'm kind of intrigued. The trip that you run just before Day at the Docks, I think Day at the Docks is April 17th, April 19th. Right, we're going to leave and fish uh, the day before on the Saturday, and we'll come in for Day at the Docks on the Sunday like we always have. And it's strictly going to be an offshore trip. It's going to be going out and seeing if we can actually really catch an albacore. We've done it two out of five years. Yeah, I've done you it. Done, you were the, one of the guys that caught the first one. So it's not as if uh, it isn't going to be done. Yeah, but it and, was you and Bobby getting your heads together going this is a point. I mean you got the whole ocean and you go this is a point where we can find them. This is a point where we can find them. We didn't find them at point one but we got to point two and they were there. Yeah, 
you got to understand, we're old farts. We've been around a long <laughs> you, time. You're very experienced is what it well, is. Well, <laughs> you might say that, but, uh, you know, we've done very well at it, so All right. we're happy. If people want to see your schedule, you know, if they can't make it uh, uh, to Del Mar, you know, they should. I don't know why they wouldn't, but they want to get on board, find out where you're going, what boat's going where. How's the best way to they get information? To, they can go to Sea Adventure Sport Fishing. Click on the legend, click on the Sea Adventure 2 Seeker, and the schedules are there. They can book online. If they have any questions or stuff, feel free to call me or the wife. We'll be happy to answer any questions. All right. Captain Chuck Taft, Sea Adventure Sports Fishing. Man, I I don't want to say I can't wait for the season to begin because it just seems like it's here. It's here. (laughs) It has to stop. Uh, The season will never end. All right. Thank you, Captain Chuck. We'll be talking with you later on, and we look forward to being with you on the water several times this year. Okay, thank you. Gamakatsu hooks are made from high-grade carbon steel specially heat treated to make them light and extra strong but not brittle. The Gamakatsu sharpening process is the most modern in the world and results in a perfectly conical point that is unequaled in sharpness. Gamakatsu offers a huge variety of hooks for all types of fishing, drop shot, extra wide gap, worm hooks, finesse wide gap, and a lot more. Gamakatsu has a hook for whatever style of fishing you want to do. Don't waste your time on a cheap hook. Ask for Gamakatsu hooks at your favorite tackle store now. H&M Landing is the most diversified sport fishing company on the West Coast. Serving the angling community since 1935, H&M Landing's name recognition and reputation for customer service is the best in the business. The H&M fleet provides the widest range of trip options and boasts the coast's largest open party fleet. For ocean fishing any time of the year, H&M Landing should be your choice for nearshore and offshore fishing. H&M is San Diego's most experienced sport fishing company, offering the best in half-day, three-quarter day, full, and multi-day trips, and a complete schedule of long-range adventures. Call today, HM Landing, 619-222-1144, or visit their website at www.hmlanding.com for updated schedules and secure online booking. H&M Landing, the experienced angler's first choice in local and multi-day fishing since 1935. That's H&M Landing at 619-222-1144 or hmlanding.com. Captain Chris Randall from Chief Sports Fishing. And Captain Chris, tell us about what's happening on the Chief now that the tuna season is upon us. It's here and it's time to go on the Chief. For those that are not familiar with the vessel, she's an 85 by 24 deluxe sport fisher that offers a wide variety of open party trips ranging from one to five days in length. We're also available for private group charters. The Chief's onboard anemones include a fully remodeled galley with comfortable seating for 25, twin flat screen TVs with hundreds of movies, two roomy indoor heads with fresh hot water showers, stateroom and open berthing areas, an impressively large deck area, 200 scoop bait capacity, we have twin six ton spray brine fish holds to keep your catch fresh, and our professional courteous crew will go the extra mile to make your trip a memorable one. To view our schedule, log on to H&M Landing at www.hmlanding.com or feel free to give them a call at 619-222-1144. You can also follow us on Facebook. Facebook and at our webpage at chiefsportfishing.com. 
Angler's Arsenal is the serious angler's first choice for hand-poured plastics. McCoy Line, Spro Products, Gamakatsu Hooks, G. Loomis Fishing Rods, Shimano Products, Ovet Reels, and just about anything you hear advertised on Rod and Reel Radio. Go to anglersarsenal.com and visit our online tackle store. See the huge selection of Western Plastics hand-poured baits, all at anglersarsenal.com. Angler's Arsenal Tackle Store is conveniently located in La Mesa, just off Interstate 8. Give us a call at 1-800-428-8730. All right, as I'm traveling the show, obviously many things to see. This is almost stupefying here at the Fred Hall Show in Long Beach, but you get to see a lot of friends and a lot of people you haven't talked to in a long time. And one of them, owner-operator of Vendetta Sports Fishing out of H&M Landing, Mr. Ray Summers. Ray, how you doing? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? Oh, uh, we're doing great. Hey, good. tell me, what's new on the Vendetta? Vendetta, it took three weeks here, we just remodeled it, uh, restructured it, and it's ready to go again here. Uh, the fishing's still phenomenal down at the islands. Uh, slowed down locally here for that, the half-day boats around La Jolla, but as far as island fishing, good yellowtail fishing and still good rock fishing. Right. Hey, Ray, tell us a little bit about yourself, the history and how you got involved and finally came to be owner-operator of the Vendetta. Oh, I got a passion of fishing. I always wanted to be a deckhand when I was a kid, so I'd always go on these sport boats just to fish and... Ended up being a deckhand, did that for, for a few years, uh, got my ca- captain's license, always worked on the San Diego out of Seaford, three-quarter day, and to where I was able to run that boat, and I've been running that boat for 17 years. Some of the other operators that were influential in your life, who are some of the people that you worked with? Bob Williams, they used to call him the legend, um, was pretty well known. He's kind of not in this industry anymore, but really, really knowledgeable guy. He's been around forever, and I've, I've learned a lot of my trades from, from him. Well, San Diego is a good boat. It's still yes, really it fishy and going on out there. But the Vendetta's known as being a fishy boat, too. Tell us a little bit about the history of the Vendetta and where it is today. It's at H&M right now. It's a smaller boat. And what I like to customize in is uh, a lighter load of people. I know a lot of people are probably tired of the crowds with the extreme fishing that we've been having here in the, in the summertime. And I like to carry just 12 or less. Okay. And, and, and pretty much in that same affordable price as it's about three quarter fish. Now, are you, are you charter boats? Are you open uh, open party at times or what? Uh, mainly a charter boat. You know, I will do throw an open party through my Facebook. You know, I'll get a group of guys, uh, twelve guys together that are friends of Facebook, and they go pretty fast. So if you're a friend with me on Facebook, watch my posts. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. And the Vendetta. Tell us a little bit about the specifics of the Vendetta. How how far can you fish? What's your capacity? Uh, you know, what do you like to do? Uh, offshore fishing, when that stuff's close on our local banks, definitely no problem. Uh, we leave extra early, at 4 o'clock in the morning. Uh, Mexican waters, fishing at 371, 425, no problem to get to. Plenty of time fishing. And how many people comfortably uh, can you accommodate on the Vendetta? 12 people max is what I take. Wow, and that's, that's, that's comfortable. I, I could take 21, but I won't cram that on that boat. Well, you know, when I was watching your numbers... Here in January and February, especially when we had that sensational bite off of the Cortez, I see the Vendetta, great fish numbers, but what was even something, you see the number of people that were there catching the fish, small number of people catching a lot of fish. Exactly, a lot of fish for a fair amount of people as far as average-wise. Yeah. You know. Now, I've been down to Mexico here for a week. Tell us, uh, is the bank still going? What's happening down there? Uh, I'm not an idiot to call that. I, I don't know if that weather kind of messed things up. I, I'm sure fish are still there. There's nowhere for it to really go. The water hasn't really turned over. Um, same thing with the islands. The water's still good from what I hear. Fish are still around. 
Wow. Still good fishing. Still, actually, you know what? The fish are starting to hit on the surface iron a little bit and on the on the live uh, fly lining bait. So. Well, I think we know that. Trying to find a 6X or a 7X anywhere in town is pretty tough. Yeah, uh, you know? yeah they're still hitting the yo-yo jig and, and the dropper yeah. loops, but they're starting to show a little bit on the surface now. So okay. it's a different change. And what kind of opening do we have for uh, bottom fishing this year? Uh, the local fishing just yeah. opened back up, so that's good news. And It sounds like these guys are scratching away at some fair reds. And and some link cause actually, from what I hear. All right. Ray Summers, uh, owner-operator of Vendetta. If we want to find out more about the Vendetta itself, contact you, or to look to booking a trip to see what your schedule is, how's the best way to do that? You can contact me through H&M if you need to, or personally, my phone number, it's uh, 619-985-3563, or look me up on Facebook, Ray Summer or Vendetta Sport Fishings, LLC. All right. Captain Ray Summers, owner-operator of the Vendetta out of H&M Landing. We look forward to getting on the water with you and look forward to seeing you on the water too, Ray. Thanks a lot for being with us, sir. Thank you much. All, All right. right. Hope to hear from you soon. Thank you. All right. More to come from the uh, Fred Hall Long Beach Show. Stay tuned. Hey, we are walking around the Fred Hall Show here in Long Beach, and the place is packed. Stopped off at the H&M Landing booth and... It's always great to see, to see some of our friends and one of the best friends of Rod and Real Radio, Captain Chris Rando. Captain Chris, what's up with you? Oh boy, well for the show it's people, people, people and talking fish, fish, fish. I know. You know, we're up here in Long Beach, they've had record numbers, but yeah. in a few weeks we're going to be down in Del Mar too and yeah. I don't see any reason why it isn't going to be the same. It's going to be the same, you know, and it's everybody's so fired up on this fishing because of the epic 2014 season. You know, Wahoo within 38 miles of San Diego, we had a couple stop where I think we hooked seven or eight. We managed to get two, and I'll tell you, with the yellowfin and the bluefin and the dorado, it was just, it was like the endless season, and it actually was the endless season because we never had a winter. We went from summer to fall and fall fishing we transit to rockfish combos you know yellowtail rockfish combos and it just kept going we never had winter never had the cold water hardly any big storms and it's still going right now and we're almost right back in spring again you know i had a chance to go out with you uh, back in may right after you got out of maintenance and you said you know i think i think there's some yellowfin down there let's go down after them and maybe we can get some bluefin and we're talking about just right after Memorial Day. I had a chance to go with you, and what an epic trip. I know personally, I had eight yellowfin, a couple of yellowtail. Everyone yeah. limited out, and that was really the start of it. Yeah, and that was our season opener. And when is the last time you caught a yellowfin in May? I- <laughs> <laughs> You'd have, if you've kept personal logs for 30 years, which I pretty much have done, I, do, I never have seen yellowfin in May, especially ones that wanted a bite the way they did. These were beautiful fish, and they came on quick, and they were hungry, and that, was, that just set the pace for the whole season. Uh, and, you know, and there has been no season, as you said. There's been, there was a beginning, but there's no end, because here yeah. we are in March, and we're still talking about possibly bluefin still off the Cortez. Yep, we're still there. About you're going down now, and mm-hmm. you're fishing. How far down are you fishing? Uh, Colonnette's 111 miles, so it does require a day-and-a-half trip. Yeah. And we leave at night. We fish all day, sun up to sundown, and then we head back home the, the following morning. And every trip we've done there has been at least 40 yellowtail on the boat, uh, some trips as high as 140 yellowtail, and then we round it out with the limits of rock cod. And what a, that's just a fantastic way to go. You get the fun, the excitement of pelagics, and you get those fish that we love to eat. Uh, you know, I love lincoln. I love bottom fish because 
I mean, what, there's no better fish taco than one with made with tasty little rockfish. Well, I know Captain Chris Randall is known as the king of lings, but <laughs> what a what a great you know um, trip to offer your clients when you say, okay, we're going to go down. You're going to see some spectacular rock fishing, yep. but. We're also going to also stop and get some yellowtail along the way. Yep, and and these are screamers. These are 15 to 30-pound fish. You know, rock fishing is fun, but it's a lot of work. It's a little heavier weight, a lot of winding and stuff. With this stuff, those things bite and line just starts peeling off. You're like, hey, it's summertime again. (laughs) It's just incredible. You know, there's a lot of red crab in the water. Have you been seeing red crab all the way down to Colorado? Everywhere. From Cortez Bank, the guys who are out there, I haven't been out there a while. They said there's red crab. Um, Coronado Islands, all the way down, Colonnettes, San Mark, red crab everywhere. They're, that's the main biomass right now. Okay, so we're talking about March and February. It's, yep. it's very atypical. Mm-hmm. When people are starting to get their gear together to yep. go out and, and fish, you know, yeah. what uh, what gear should they bring with them? How should they be, uh, in a, yeah. you know, gearing up? For the Baja Coastal stuff, you want 50-pound test line. These, these yellowtail, if wow. you're fishing... You can try 30, but uh, odds are against you. 40, a little bit better odds. I wouldn't recommend anything less than 50 pounds. And that also works good for the bottom fish. If, if we do a little bit deeper drop, that 50 pounds fine. Sometimes you get snagged on the bottom. If you have heavier line, like 40 or 50, you can kind of pop it out. If you got 25 or 30, it's going to break, and you're going to lose your ganyan. And the worst part is if you have a fish on there, that fish is going to die anyway because it's yeah. stuck on the bottom. So he- heavy, heavy, yo-yo irons, single dropper loops. And then uh, in Mexico, you can fish up to four hooks for the rockfish. So that's kind of your basic thing, uh, fast, retar- uh, fast retrieve reel for the yo-yo iron. Faster, the better. You know, what a great experience to offer yeah. your clients. Yeah, we're going to do some rock fishing, and, you know, yeah, you've got your regulars that come on oh, out yeah. in March and April, yeah. and they want to load up the gunny sacks, but oh, yeah. then chance yeah. to go after some yellowtail. Yeah, and I think as we get into April and May, we might be also offshore catching bluefin, yellowfin, and offshore yellowtail, the pelagic yellowtail to get on the kelp patties. You know, I know you're uh, a real believer in the terrafin maps and yep. the chlorophyll and everything yep. like that. Have you been seeing these maps, and mm-hmm. have you been looking at spots and going, you know, I know if we were just out there, who knows? We might be on albacore or bluefin or whatever already. Oh, yeah. There's several spots that look really tasty. But some are quite a ways away. And as we get into spring, we normally get a northern push here. Instead of me going early and running there, I'll let Mother Nature bring that warm yeah. water edge to me. And then we'll go take a look at it. So the the door looks really good. So I could say it's wide open for what's going to be an early, early season pretty much all species. Hey, tell us a little bit about the chief now for some of the people aren't familiar sure. with it. Uh, what's up, uh, you know, what are the statistics on it? Sure. Uh, yeah, what, yeah. What, tell us about the chief. Uh, the chief's 85 by 24 and sleeps up to 50, but we normally don't take more than 32. Full service galley, two indoors, hot water, showers, big, huge heads. You've seen them. They're plenty roomy. Uh, we have a huge bait capacity. we got a slammer, three I'd say 60, 80 scoop bait tanks, everything you need, low to the water profile, refrigerated uh, fish hold the whole nine yards, and we're available for charter, and we also run a complete year-round open party schedule that you can check out at H&M Landing. All right, and, and you know, uh, how much longer do you think you're going to be going down to Colonnette and down there as long as people want to catch fish there, or 
till you see something different happening? Yeah, we're, we're going to switch at the end of March to the two-and-a-half-day open party trips on the weekends. And as soon as I think something's there, or if we do really well calling that first day, I might slide offshore and start peeking around. But uh, we're going to keep the coastal stuff on the burner. But if I get a hinkling that there's something offshore, we're going to go take a look. Yeah, now, yeah. Uh, last year you were running taking off on Thursday night. Are yeah. you going to still continue yes, to do we that? Yes, we found, I love that. We That's found great. that people would rather take a Friday off than a Monday. Monday's the beginning of the work week. They're like, oh, man, now I'm going to be late for work. And, and so it, that was the most popular run. So we're going to do the Thursday departure, fish Friday, Saturday, come in Sunday. you got time to go home. Relax, package, repackage your fish, process it, whatever you'd like to do. Get all your gear cleaned up, relax, and then go to work Monday morning. Well, Captain Chris Randall, again, people want more information about the chief, how to get a yep. hold of you. And I know you're very accessible. You get back to people if oh, yeah. they have questions. How's the best way to do this? Uh, well, there's several ways. You can uh, log on to www.chiefsportfishing.com, get all the latest, greatest news and info about the boat. Log on to hmlanding.com, and that has our complete schedule, how many people are booked in each trip. Or you can give them a call at uh, 619-222-1144, and we'll take care of you. Captain Chris Randall and Chief, I can't wait to get back aboard uh, with you and have a great time. Well, you always have an open invitation. You know it. Let me know when you want to go. All right, Captain Chris. Hey, uh, you're listening to Rod and Reel Radio on AM540 or at rodandreelradio.com. We're cruising the Fred Hall Long Beach Show. Stay tuned. More to come. We're going to take a break right now for some commercial messages. We'll be right back with you. Every serious angler knows that a quality hook is an important part of their arsenal. Gamakatsu hooks are made from high-grade carbon steel, specially heat-treated to make them light and extra strong but not brittle. Gamakatsu ring hooks are made with a one-piece ring, no welds, no weak spots, a very smooth-moving ring. Gamakatsu offers a huge variety of hooks for all types of fishing. Live bait hooks, both light and heavy-duty, to four extra strong. Circle hooks, tuna hooks, ringed hooks, tuna doubles, and many more. Don't waste your next fishing trip on a cheap hook. Get Gamakatsu hooks at your favorite tackle store now. I am a heroic angler. I can bait a hook with my eyes closed, cast to a spot the size of a dime, and reel in the biggest monsters of the depths. And not only do I make sure everyone on my boat wears a life jacket, I make sure we're saving water. Because every drop we save means more water for our fish. And there's nothing I wouldn't do for a fish, except kiss one. Well, there was that one time, but I don't kiss and tell. Take your hero quiz at BoatCalifornia.com. A message from the California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Hi, I'm Bart Hall, and I'm here to tell you about the Fred Hall Show, the ultimate outdoor experience, March 26th to the 29th at the Del Mar Fairgrounds. People often ask me, what is a Fred Hall Show? Well, it's San Diego's biggest fishing show, biggest boat show, biggest travel show, and biggest outdoor recreation event of the year. I love these shows, not just because my family name is on them, but because generations of Californians have grown up loving these events with me. Every year, the shows are different, but this year, we'll be celebrating the greatest saltwater fishing season in over 30 years. We believe that this will be the best San Diego Fred Hall show ever. The show is packed with thousands of high-quality fishing, fly fishing, and international travel exhibits. There are over 200 interesting seminars and dozens of family fun activities, including the world's greatest knife thrower. There will be more boats on display than ever before. My grandchildren keep asking if it's time for Papa Show. Yes, it's time for Papa Show, the exceptional Fred Hall show, March 26th to the 29th at the Del Mar Fairgrounds. Details at fredhall.com. And remember, it's a whale of a show. Well, one of the fun things about coming to the Fred Hall Show is visiting with friends that I've made with going to visit them. And 
There's no better place to go than Sadrus Outdoor Adventures, and we have with us Jose Ankin. Jose, man, Sadrus Island Adventures. Have you built that into something really exciting? Yeah, we're very happy the way things been working. Uh, our guests uh, keep coming. A lot of uh, them are, uh, I guess, my guess is 50% of our guests for this year is going to be returning customers. We have a very good rating on uh, uh, Facebook, 4.9 stars out of 5. Wow. That'll tell nice. you the quality of service and how happy the clients are. And also, um, well, I would like to add that we make improvements every year to our lodge. You saw them. It's, it's a very nice location. Well, when we saw it, it had gone up in a hurry, but it was luxurious. But, you know, you still keep on, you know, just treating it like a beautiful lady and adding things to it. And I can see from the pictures that you have here in the booth that Melanie has had her, Melanie has had her hands in it. And, man, it looks beautiful. Yeah, of course. It has to have the woman touch, right? Well, I she, guess so. She decided the furniture, the the frames, the pictures, everything. She does that. I just do the the tough, the hard building, the, wow. the design and all that. Yeah. Well, we had a great trip when we went in October, but what is your season going to be this coming year? Well, with El Nino uh, showing up, and it seems that it's, I, I heard in the radio today that it's going to be showing again next year. So I'm thinking something between what is normal with a lot of yellow tail. Uh, the whole season, but also in the mix is going to be some dorado and hopefully some white sea bass in the middle of the summer, August. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking that we're going to have pretty much all the menu of species uh, uh, distributed among the months in the summer. And it's also some of the best calico bass fishing you're going to find anywhere on the West Coast. Yeah, I guess Cedros is, is known because of the yellowtail quality, the size and the how, how, how hard they fight, uh, but also the calicos that they're everywhere and all over the place. I call them cucarachas because they're, they're, they're very cr- common over there. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're crazy is what they are. Yeah. You know, we ran into a unique situation when we visited you in October because of some of the storms that went through there, the real warm weather. Uh, there was no kelp around the island at all, and that allowed us to go fish in some areas that I don't know, maybe another human being had never been in before. We got we fished on the weather side of the island, and we went into caverns and caves that we could go in 60 feet, and we could still cast and catch fish inside of them. It was like being in the Blue Grotto in Italy. <laughs> it was absolutely fantastic. Yeah, there's a little, there's a little bit of everything on, on, the, on the island. If you like to fish in, in very deep waters with the rocks for kelp, in the kelp, uh, if you want to... Uh, relax more in the lee side of the island where it's more calm. You will have halibut, yellowtail, of course, calicos, um, and there's there's something for everyone there. If you like uh, kelp patties uh, with dorados underneath, uh, yeah, there's a lot of. And then there's surprises. Sometimes uh, this season in September, I believe, we got one sailfish, yeah. which oh, is no, the kidding. first one ever. Well, you know, our group, when we came down there, we got sheep's head, we got yellowtail, we got calico bass, we got uh, a yellowfin tuna. I mean, just, I, I, don't, I think we even got a halibut. I mean, just the variety of fish. And you, you get people that come down there that they just want to fish the variety. They're not 
crazy and want to go out for the cucarachas, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. like Bill Hoxstad and myself. They want to catch whatever they catch, to catch the gambit. And there is such a variety of fish to catch there, it's incredible. Yeah, we have a lot of options. It depends how you, for instance, some people get, uh, make a, put a lot of effort into the yellow tails in the morning and then in the afternoon for relaxation they go just to fish for some relaxed calico in the kelp uh, where it's calm and, and they just take, have a good time bring some beer on the boat and just uh, relax for the afternoon getting ready for next day now I know you have a long season but what's the prime time to come and fish Cedros Island and do you still have spaces available during that time right now yeah, we still have uh, a few seats in July, August, and September, which are the main, the main time of the of the year to fish for yellowtail. But for instance, June this year in June was really really good. I mean, last year in June, uh, with giant giant uh, yellowtail, which was uh, surprising for me because I didn't expect them to be that big and that that many in June. But then slow it down. Uh, Dorado came. They keep fishing a few yellowtail. So I really cannot predict what to expect next year. But I'm sure it's going to be really, really good. Now, as, as now for people that want to come down there and fish and keep some of their fish, you can accommodate them. Yeah, sure. Uh, I mean, our, our operation has been uh, is logistically very sound. We can manage pretty much every every um, everything you expect in a in a remote location like this. We have uh, we have access to planes and our kitchen with good food. The rooms are good, um, and we can accommodate many many requests, many special requests from clients. For instance, we can have uh, clients flying in their own plane, people uh, getting in their own boats, and we can provide guiding, uh, internet, uh, laundry, all the services that people in that remote region may use. Well. What I enjoyed about it when we were down there in October is after a full day of fishing, you're relaxing, you're overlooking the ocean, you're looking at Natividad, you're looking out over uh, Guerra Negro, and the owners of the lodge, they come down, they have dinner with you, you they have a, a few adult beverages, we get to talk about the day, you know, they give us our feelings of what we should be doing the next day. It's just a casual, relaxed family operation it, it's just a lot of fun yeah we take we take our time to to spend time with the with the clients with the guests and uh, that was make the difference i think compared to many other uh, locations where we can uh, talk to them and know what they need and um, basically making friends with them not only we don't see them as just clients uh, they are friends in the end of the trip well you know it is because you're thrown in such a you're thrown into such a different environment than we're used to so quickly i mean in the morning you pick us up at the border we go down to ensenada we have a great breakfast at one of the hotels if we have time get to the airport we fly into cedrus island you have a great lunch for us and it doesn't seem like any more than six or seven hours all of a sudden we are in paradise fishing for all these different species of fish it, it's you know, your mind just can't take it in that quick. Yeah, a lot of people like the the instant gratification part of the trip, where they they can be in San Diego in the morning and fishing on Cedros right in the afternoon. You know, and what's nice, San Diego has a great fleet, and they some of them come down to Cedros Island, but 
you've got to get on the boat, and I don't know how many hours it is uh, from, uh, you know, San Diego to Cedrus Island. I hear it's about 40, 42 or something of that nature. And this way, in just five or six hours, you're at Cedrus Island. You're there, and you're fishing. And not only that, you run your own fleet of guides with the boats and everything like that. These guys know what they're doing, where to take you, and how to get you on fish. Yeah, what... Uh, part of what we do with this company is not only making it a business to support us, but also we, we're very proud to have all the local uh, people hired. We want to leave to the community whatever we can, hire locals um, and donations and things into the town because we like the community. I, I, like, I really like the people from Cedro. They're really genuine and, and, um, and it's the charm of the Baja Peninsula that in many places have been lost. Well, a lot of the, yeah, the, lot of the people that you are hiring there at Cedrus Island have been on the island for many generations. That's right. Um, some of the crew we have, it may be third or fourth generation. So they, they know the island. They like uh, to see people coming, uh, which is not just uh, five or six years ago was a rare event. We don't get many tourists on the island, so that that's the way we want to keep it really unique and genuine. Now we're at the uh, Fred Hall Long Beach Show. Are you going to make it down to the Del Mar Show? Do you think? Oh yeah, definitely. I, I already right. pay for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you might as well come on down. Exactly. And you're going to be running a special for that show. What's yes, that special? Yes, uh, we have fifty dollars off uh, if you book during the show, uh, either this show in Long Beach or the Del Mar Show. But we also have a uh, hundred dollars off more. If you book before March 31st. All right. So that'll be a good 150 savings. That's a great deal on going to a great location. Jose, I, I can't tell you, uh, the trip that I made down to Cedrus Island with Cedrus Outdoor Adventures was one of the highlights of my 2014. And I don't know, the way it's going, it may be pretty good for 2015, too. Yeah, it looks like it's going to be really good, too. Thank We're going to be busy. Thank That's you for your hospitality. I look forward to seeing you real soon. Good luck, and, and please say hello to Melanie for us, okay? Hi, Melanie. I'll see you tonight. All right. Hey, this is uh, Rod Real Radio on AM540. We've been traveling around the Fred Hall Show in Long Beach. You're listening to us on AM540 or listen to us live at rodreelradio.com. Well, that's it for this Sunday evening. I hope you enjoyed the interviews that we put together with you. Hey, listen to us live next Sunday night on AM540 at 5.05 p.m. where we're going to bring you all the latest in the fishing happenings throughout the Southern California area. So on behalf of JR, Ben... And always in memory of Big Tuna Bill, Stan Windy and I want to wish you a great weekend. Stay safe. If you get a chance, make it out on the water because we want to see you here next Sunday night on AM 540-505 p.m. So until then, good night, stay safe, and we're out. Oh.